live on Junkhead. Got uh, one of the heavy hitters from the podcast, Karen from Cheek Clappers, the realest motherfucker out here. What's up, man? Jeez. Um, yeah, I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on. How you doing? Of course, of course. Always, always nice to have you back, man. We were talking off pod about uh, general stories, but then I was gonna, I was kind of telling a story about me being in uh, solitary confinement in jail. I don't think I've ever shared this story on the pod, actually. But what happened was, is I, uh, I was originally in this um like block with like a bunch of like older residents and then like a couple young guys like my age and a little bit older and this one like neo-nazi dude basically kind of snapped one day and was just kind of not all there in the head in the first place but he went off the rails completely i remember the situation we were all watching the steve harvey show on like the community <laughs> television in the pod and everybody's watching and everybody's enjoying it and he's just kind of like mad not like visibly mad but just kind of like you know kind of annoyed or whatever and like he just kind of like turns to me and he's just like what you like this stuff? Because I was laughing at it. And he's like, you like this stuff? You like this hard R stuff? Yeah, just like, and there's like black people in this like area and everything. And I'm just like, whoa. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not like trying to be like on that guy's side in front of those black dudes because that's just, that's just not going to be good for me. Whew. But I also don't want to like Nah, fuck you to the clear psycho that's standing right next to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I just kind of like, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I mean, I guess it's okay. Just kind of like one of those half-hearted answers. And he just rare back and just fucking socks me in the face. Whoa. And like instantly, like my cheek swells the fuck up and like just gets this like golf ball size, like bruise on it. And I mean, it just, it just swells up, it just swells up massive. So, and this is like right in front of the guards. They like tase them and shit like that. It, it's a whole big thing. I go to like the medical ward, but in like the rules in there, like they, even if like you don't do anything, everybody gets punished for being a part of that. Like mm -hmm. it's just every, you were in a fight, so you get punished. So they put me in two days in solitary confinement. And so, oh, no. Yeah, dude, it's it was heavy as fuck, and like it hadn't been like clean that well. There was just like is is disgusting. The Hamilton County Justice Center is fucking disgusting, and it's overcrowded as shit. It's in the top twenty five worst jails in the country, which is saying a lot, really. Um, but I, so it, I get put. It's not, it wasn't like a holding jail. It was like a a large jail. Yeah, it's like a metropolitan like. Uh, it's like a mix between like a holding jail and then like people who have like like six months to a year long sentences will do time there. Right. Fucking hell. Um, and it's it's a hellhole. It is an utter hellhole. Um, but I get put in solitary confinement. And. I mean, they like make me take off all of my clothes and like cough and stuff to make sure there's not shit hitting in my asshole and everything. And. I mean, yeah, there probably is there probably is some shit in there. 
Yeah, yeah, literally. literally. <laughs> Better not be any turds in your ass, Cameron. Oh fuck! Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I said your name. <laughs> no, that 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 one was. I queued you up perfectly for that. That's fine. That's no. You, I, I I meant I meant I said your name. Oh oh um, I, that's no worries. I'll bleep that out. Oh cool, um, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. No no. One of those things where it was just completely disgusting and like utterly dehumanizing like everything about it but i love comedy my dude and i always will find humor in every situation call it a gift call it a curse but it's something that i've always been able to do and the guard that was stationed underneath my cell or whatever in solitary confinement to describe him he looked like an even chubbier version of jim norton (laughs) yeah yeah all of that all of that and he's i mean he's like he called me like a faggot and like a cunt and all this shit and said i was like a pussy and stuff like this because i got like basically assaulted in jail and all it was just he's a piece of shit he's an utter piece of shit but i remember this was like a day into it he was sitting down beneath i was on the second floor in this like little like pod area in my cell and he was down beneath me like sitting at a table playing call of duty on his cell phone which is awesome that's how much like they're paying attention not that they need to but he's singing he's singing loudly and there's like two or three other people in this block but like uh, they're some of them are like literally like people i watched a guy get tranked in there like, like they just straight up shot that dude, and like five minutes later, he's asleep. Um, he's singing like really loudly, crawling in my skin. These wounds they will not heal. Man, they don't make music like that anymore. It sounds heavenly. Chester, man, Lincoln Park, all those guys were so fucking good, man. And I sprang up from my bed like a madman, and I ran towards the door, and I began to scream at the top of my lungs, no matter what happens, time will pass, I will leave this situation but this is the hellhole in which you will stay. This is all you have. This is your whole life and existence of keeping animals caged up or what you would think to believe. You're no more than a robotic game warden. So have your moment. Have your time, but you'll die young and miss everything cool. (laughs) And that's when I knew I could like go through real shit 
and still not lose me. Hmm. As much hell as I went through, like I'm still there. I, you, you can't put this dog down, man. Like I, I don't care how many times that fucking old kennel man's gonna come around. He can't put this old dog down. <laughs> like I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. Did you find in general when you were there, like, did you have to sort of alter yourself socially or did you just not bother it to, for, you know, for the sake of sort of physical safety and stuff? Did, did you have to kind of uh, become a different person or, or put on a, an act in there? I definitely became quieter because yeah. you don't want to, you don't want to be the loud mouth guy in there. You know what I mean? It's just it, it, you bring way too much attention to yourself. Um, I, I mean, it was it was it was ridiculous. Like the the level of like stupidity you would see of some people where they would just be pissing off people that had been in there for a while or these like hard as fuck gangster dudes. And it's just like, yeah, dog, don't piss those people off. They don't really care like especially the ones that are there for a while and like know that the most that they're going to get is like a couple days in the hole for beating the shit out of somebody they're they don't really give a shit you know yeah it sounds like the thing you experience when you're watching steve harvey is like is like the uh the probably the number one the big the, the biggest dilemma for every like normal white person in jail <laughs> it's like i'm not really on either one of these sides but i feel i have to kind of i guess when you're in there for 10 days it's even worse isn't it because you're like i don't want to side i just want to fucking get out like 10 days yeah yeah no it, it very much like it very much becomes like one of those things where it's like i didn't even want to be a part of this why are you making me pick this like i remember like before they transferred me to solitary confinement they put me in like this massive block with like 150 people and like my the guy they had me in like the cell with i like get into the cell he's got like a massive dollar sign tattooed above his eye just whole face pretty much covered in tattoos and he's just like all right so when the dudes come around you say that you smuggled in the h and that way i'll be able to move this package on them and i'm like what the what and like that's how quick everything was yeah wow that's mad do, do you think if say if instead of 10 days say it was 10 years do you think you might have been like yeah maybe i don't like steve harvey <laughs> and people like steve harvey <laughs> <laughs> you know that i mean like it, it is it's a good question i i, I don't know I, I mean, I'm definitely not like one to die on the hill for Steve Harvey because I don't like him that fucking much. But <laughs> like, it'd be cool if the Aryan Brotherhood really just hated Steve Harvey. That'd be make prison much easier for non-racist white people. He'd be like, yeah, fuck <laughs> Steve Harvey. That's fine. That's fine. I, I can I can go along with that. He's not in here, is he? It's not like black people. It's black comics. Yeah. Like, 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 really mainstream black comedians. Yeah, ones who host like family game shows. <laughs> I think that leaves just yeah. Steve Harvey. Yeah, yeah. Steve, well, Steve Harvey, and I'm sure Kevin Hart will be working that lane here pretty soon. Yeah, and there's probably some good ones in like Nigeria and stuff like that. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it, it was it was a wild experience. I definitely I definitely learned that I'm not like fragile from an experience like that. And I definitely learned that when you like there's such a pervasive heaviness around like that area and i'm sure it's like this in every town and every place like like the the court center and stuff like that where all, everything's at it, it I, I was talking to my mom about it like you just like there's no justice in the air there's no like feeling of like oh we're doing a good thing here when you walk into those places it's, you just get this feeling of like oh you guys destroy shit and like occasionally you will put away like a good bad guy that does deserve it but then for every one of those you get like six or seven people where you just fucking ruin somebody's life for you know little to no reason yeah it's chilling it really is man it really i is. can't imagine seeing seeing the uh, inside of it because i I've ha- I have sometimes when I'm watching uh, shows like oh man I don't know like seeing the walls and the, uh, and not just the obvious like the size of the cells but just like the colors everything's painted in and the in- the in- sort of industrial quality to it it's like it it's, it, it makes me so angry and uneasy I can't even um, it's one of those things that I almost I just like oh, I don't know I try and like put it off. And then I, 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 I want, I want to be able to actually do something meaningful to impact it, you know. And and if I, I start watching all these documentaries and I just get like sick, like I just sort of am like I, I can't handle the fact that that uh, people actually endure this, like decent people. It's it's fucking absolutely yeah. insane. And you look at the shit that we're the moral panics we're getting into in the outside world about bullshit, and then there's people literally suffering you know in the way like 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 they're on a battery farm or something it's fucking oh nothing was funnier than like that situation i told you about that uh young lady who was uh, said my art was wildly inappropriate Mm -hmm. um like that situation it's like nah they're what's wildly inappropriate is like much more along the lines of like this area i think you're like using that vocab word the wrong place man yeah liberals are insane dog this country has produced such a uh a sheep-like quality of left-leaning morons that have almost I mean, like they were so stoked to vote Biden in and undo everything and like create the world that we're living in, this modern neoliberal paradise. And you know what? That's the kind of thing of why I raped constantly in jail. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I had to throw a joke in there somewhere because we got heavy. But like, yeah, dude, I was fucking raping everybody in there. (laughs) It seems like you've just you've altered the definition of rape. You, to you, it's like a it's like a it's like a boy pussy power type thing. Like you're spreading, yeah, like a, like That's... a kind of Nick, Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion kind of thing. You're like owning your sexuality while the other men plow you. You're like, I, yeah, I, I raped those guys. 
<laughs> it's the uh that that scene in like the first episode of uh or like the whole like kind of subplot of the first game of thrones episode where like that like guys basically like raping that lady and like her like advice that she get is like no nah, just get on top and write his dick <laughs> and take control yeah. of this <laughs> In all honesty, I think that was probably the best thing. Like during like Viking conquests and stuff, that's probably the best thing. It's like, what else are you gonna do? You know, they're gonna cut your head off if you like fucking. So just like you might as well try and make it feel like you're raping them. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I took the took that into into jail, and like you know these these bloods and these crips, you know, they would get all hot and bothered and everything, and I would you know corner them in a shower and then just kind of sit down on top of them and like nah man nah 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 <laughs> give them the sloppiest blowjob they've ever had in their life the most aggressive fucking yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah just like like missing like my mouth and like hitting the dick on my like teeth because I can't even do it properly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just like hurting, some your, hurting yourself black. really badly with it that's going on your throat and you're like uh, uh, <laughs> getting really angry and like slapping it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> just looking looking like up at it, the like the dude and he's just like man it's so fucking pathetic man <laughs> he's just letting you do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like prison's prison <laughs> oh that's so much fun i was imagining a while ago um a guy that makes really loud gagging and sucking noises while his girlfriend is giving him a blowjob <laughs> Like he's he's so just like a blowjob. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's lying back getting his dick sucked, and he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> like drooling. He's got like like his eyes, like tears coming down his eyes. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that is so fucking amazing. <laughs> Mascara oh. on his cheeks. I don't know why, but it reminds me of I had a friend who used to do some like sex work and stuff. And she was telling me about how she used to blow this business dude who would meow like a cat whenever she like was sucking his dick. So she would just be like going down and just be like, (laughs) Jesus, was he doing it like openly as a cat or he just happened to sound like one? He he. From what I described, like it was almost like a, like a, like a, not a tick, but like a reflex. Like, cause like it was right. like, it, it was like his, like some people are like, ooh, ah, like that kind of thing. For him, it was, wow. <laughs> it's like a Prince ad lib. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard some, like, I, I fucked a girl who uh, told me a story about, fucking a guy who like when he fucked doggy style he would make dog like (laughs) (laughs) did did, did you hear uh did you see um what george galloway did on celebrity big brother no british politician george galloway a scottish guy and he um 
this woman was talking about how she missed her cat. This like sort of old lady was talking about how she missed her cat. And he like got down on all fours and he started being like, I could be your cat. And then he started like crawling around on the floor and being like, meow and like rubbing his head in her lap. And she was petting him and he was like whimpering and she was being like, shush little kitty cat. This is like a politician, literally like he's in parliament and shit. And he was going like, meow. And she was petting his head and you could tell he's really horny for it. And like, I mean, Hey, who can blame him? But she was fucking like treating him like a little kitten and then he was yeah and then it was just like the video was just plastered over like fucking every every you know news website and uh totally fucking humiliated him that's fucking brilliant man i i i, I gotta check this out i i have a certain appreciation for like overtly horny politicians you know what i mean mm-hmm. like the uh anthony uh Wiener. Wiener Wiener scandal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and and dude, like, can I be a hundred percent gangster with you? Yeah, sure. As always. That dude actually wasn't that bad of a politician. Right. That's the fuck not that part of a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. She was no. 15. She had big tits. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, if there's grass on the field, play ball, you know. Big facts. No, not big facts. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer that was satire and irony yeah. do not do that <laughs> um but uh no like he he was like actually like a very solid like going after corruption in both like the republican and democratic party like politician my man's just like that spicy pussy bro <laughs> do you think maybe the corrupt politicians sent the, that sent the pussy to him i've heard I mean, it was a bit suspect it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I uh, for as look for as much shit as we talked about Alex Jones, he ended up being really right about the whole Epstein thing. Now, granted, mm. he's been really wrong about a lot of shit, but him being right about something like that, I mean, God only knows what else could be true. And I'm not even a big conspiracy guy, but like, I also know that like that world works on like you scratch my back, I scratch yours, you know, that type of thing. I mean, Harold Laswell's definition of politics, who gets what, when, how, and why, you got to apply it to every situation and those type of things. Yeah, the thing with Alex Jones and, and David Icke and stuff, though, people always say, oh, yeah, you know, they've gotten all these things right in the past. But, I mean, and, and then they sort of say you can't trust the mainstream media. The mainstream media have gotten a lot more right than Alex Jones and David Icke have, if we're being fair. Alex Jones and yeah. David Icke have, have pulled kind of exclusive secret stories that have turned out to be true. And, you know, credit where credit's due on Savile and on Epstein. But, I mean, if you just actually look at their websites, it's like fucking hell. No, no, this is, and like for the listeners, this is not me like saying I'm like an Alex yeah. Jones yeah, guy. Yeah. Like, I... I, what he did to the Sandy Hook people was fucking horrifying. Yeah. And, and I, and I, I mean, if we're being mad real about it, like he, I'm not a big fan of like canceling, but there should have been like, uh, yeah. Like, hey, dude, you, nah, too far, bro. Too far. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird, isn't it? Cause I, I see both sides of the argument, but then like, the other night we were, we it's weird. We were getting G'd up the other night and we were watching, we just watched a tiny bit of that cartoon on Netflix. It's called like, if something happens, I love you or something. I don't know if you've heard it. I don't even know if it's good. We just put a couple of minutes on and like, we're already in quite, I don't know, GHB sometimes makes you quite emotional. We put a couple of minutes on 
and it just descended into like hours of like just like bawling like about about other stuff as well it went on to other things you know family history and stuff but like but like just um the just the we just could not when you really actually stare at face on like to contemplate what those people have to deal with people who lose their kids in, in school shootings and stuff like it's the most it, it, there's, there's no words for it basically like there's just no words for it and then and then i thought about him in that context and yeah i had the exact same thought i was just like nah you just you just I'm, i believe in like freedom of information and free speech but if oh, i don't know I don't, I don't know it's such a difficult problem but but you fucking can't do that like you just can't it's and and the people who more importantly the people who took his information and used it as an excuse to harass them because he i don't believe he personally harassed them did he but he just he was very irresponsible with his uh he doxed a lot of people from what i like remember and then like it was like his legion from what at least that's i could be wrong on that my yeah. brain he's fucked. he's certainly though i mean and even if it's not a, a legal free speech issue as in you know i don't know about deplatforming and stuff either like i, I mean I, in general generally in principle i don't agree with it but yeah more importantly it's like also speaks to a larger issue of just like people do not care about facts they do not care about verifying information about being thoughtful there is this i would I, I always go to say there's been like a serious decline in that regard i think people always like that i mean you look at fucking lynching photos and fucking throughout all of history people are just uh the masses are just are just absolutely horrific but it's like that seems to be the bigger the cognitive bias issue in our society that we're not addressing on i mean i remember neil degrasse tyson saying uh i'm not a big neil degrasse tyson guy but but he said one thing i really like which he was saying he thinks the number one most important thing is to start teaching cognitive bias in schools and i've been um saying that ever since because i think it's totally true because you just you'd get way less shit like that happening it's the most important thing is just like most people are fucking idiots basically yeah, uh, that, that's that's a solid point from Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm not a massive fan, but I do really, really like that. Now, my dark brain, all I could think of is like, what if like, like, you know, instead of like normal harassment that Alex Jones did, he just sexually harassed all the parents. <laughs> <in> Sandy. <laughs> He's just like grabbing asses and feeling titties and shit like that. He dresses up real- in, in ghoulish, ghoulish rubber masks of their children. <laughs> gun dildos. Dude, I, 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 my friend Karen is here. She's sleeping in the uh, in, in like my bedroom area. But uh, I was telling her the story. This made me like randomly think about it. But I was telling her about like we were talking about like hooking up with older people. And I remembered hooking up. I was like 25, and like I hooked up with like a lady in like her like late 50s, early 60s. That era, like that, wow. that like vibe. Yeah, yeah, dog. It was a bad time in my life. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. That um, that exact moment specifically bad. Yeah, I I was post like five year relationship, and I was just like kind of like I was just in a bad place. It was after my Ooh. sabbatical in England. I was like living at my parents' house, and it's like okay, yeah, fuck a fifty year old. That seems cool. Do it. Okay. How, how did you How did you meet her? I want to say Craigslist, but it could no, 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 not like not like not tender, but like one of those like style sites. Like I was just cruising at that point. It was bad. I was in a bad place. Like it's not good. But 
what made me think of like a connection to our situation is like I like went over to her house and like we like hooked up and like she like got up after we were done and like she had like the bedroom dresser and like the cabinets or whatever you know the the furniture or whatever and on top of them you know like some people have like the like framed pictures and stuff and like there was like six of them like laying flat down on her like bedroom dresser and i just like lifted one up and like right as i did she like comes out of the bathroom and she's like you weren't supposed to see that and i was just like oh my god i'm about to get murdered <laughs> and she literally she goes and she like picks it up and like i finally see the p- person's face and it's like this person that like looks like just like me like really similar like just facial features the way my hair is like all like very similar and she goes that's my son Keanu Reeves (laughs) and she looked at me with like the like you put two and two together and figure out what we used to do look and I just like, oh no! <laughs> wow! <laughs> and I left immediately afterwards. So, junkhead, uh, shout out, real ass dude of the week, my twenty-five-year-old self for sleeping with a older woman that wanted to fuck somebody who looked just like her son. <laughs> That's dark. That's dark. It, it, though, it's <laughs> and like it, it's like the freedom thing where it's like you know you're allowed to do that, but like, why? What? Why? Why? Why would you? That? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, there's a fairly obvious reason, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't yeah. Random. I mean, yeah. Like. She <laughs> she wanted me to come back a second time and wear his cologne, and I was like, "You're fucking crazy. There's yeah. no fucking way." <laughs> the rule for mothers and sons is only in porn. Only in porn. <laughs> There's too much lag to, for me to get a chant going. It would be a fucking nightmarish cacophony if you joined in. Are the only mothers in porn? I feel it. All right. Well, all right. Hold on. One, two, three. Only mothers and porn. In porn. Only uh, mothers and porn. In po- Only. There's <laughs> <laughs> a new a new low point for the fucking junkhead pod. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to do synced up Zoom calls like choreography or whatever. Have, have you seen in uh, Parks and Rec when they're having one of the town hall meetings, and uh, there's a guy who always tries to get chants going. And I think he wants to do some like memorial for his dead cat. And they're like, no, no, no dead cats. And he starts going, except for turnip, except for turnip. And just like no one joins in. It's better when you see it in the show. <laughs> That's a funny show. That's what got me into Aziz and Sorry. Yeah, it got real fucking weird towards the end, though. I thought it became like you could tell like the women had started to win in the writer's room. The whole show became about like Leslie buying gifts for everyone and like, we're best friends. Leslie knows us so well. 
Leslie, you shouldn't have. It's like, what am I watching? I thought this was a comedy. Yeah, cause it's kind of funny because Parks and Rec got shitty right around the same time that UCB got shitty. And I think those like worlds started to like intersect with each other. Yeah. Because like there was a point where like UCB actually used to be cool. Boy, is that fucking point way past. We're so far from that. And another parallel, uh, Reddit at the same time as well. Yeah. It was all of that stuff. It started to just. And isn't it strange? Things that you could innocently enjoy back then, just they're like vomit inducing now. Like some of those things, I just associate them. Like I I have such bad associations with them. Like, Like even like Parks and Rec. I just I used to love it like and so much of it is so funny but something about all of that world of content and media and it's just like I don't know it just makes me sick now I don't know I just so things I associate with reddit and just weird sort of bland mainstream sort of semi nerds kind of like uh vaguely sort of I don't know sort of trump derangement kind of vibe you know of like and and uh weird tacky identity politics and just that whole that whole realm Rose. went downhill yeah yeah it's it's not good man and and i that fucking i used to be a fan of a lot of the people that came out of that school like chris gethard used to be hardcore like his show back in the day the chris gethard show that shit was gangster like it was so good and you know so, uh, like one of the, one of the best like kind of underground comedy things to really kind of come out in the 2010s i would very easily put it up there but then like yeah they became like just kind of what ucb became like what we just said but like my favorite part about it is then they got busted for doing the same shit that everybody else did where people are you know, being creepy to women in like the backstages and there's like all this and that. So it's like for all that fucking work and all that posturing and shit talk, you still manage to create the same fucking environment you were bitching about. It's uh, Seth Simons and Jamie Kilstein syndrome. Yep. Shout out to Nick Mullen for completely destroying Jamie <laughs> Kilstein in that roast. It's one you know, of the I most thought- brutal things. I thought Kilstein had some alright lines in there. Most of it was bad, but he had some good ones. And and he, I also I respected him for kind of turning up. Yeah, oh, 100%. He gets he gets mad points for showing up. But that line that Nick had where it's like you finally have something in common with your heroes Bill Cosby and Louis CK. <laughs> holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um it's surprising from listening to Come Town that he doesn't do more, doesn't do better in that type of world. Like, I think if the Comedy Central roasts hadn't gone downhill so much, if in, if instead they'd kind of gone in the opposite direction and improved and focused more on the quality of jokes and writing, someone like him would be a really good fit. But it's gone the opposite way, where it's like, let's get Snoop Dogg to say some wacky jokes that some Jewish people wrote for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's some Jew writer's room just like everybody's paid thirty thousand dollars each to come up with the shittiest punchlines on the planet snoop dogg gets up and does his izzle dizzle routine which we all find (laughs) so funny (laughs) amazing work snoop you're brilliant what a character (laughs) he's a comedic genius 
No, a hundred percent. Like, did you see uh, Nick's film finally got released, or the film he acted in? I yeah, should say. Yeah, yeah, he was good, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, a perfect role for him. Yeah, yeah, just a smarmy dick. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, like honestly, shout out to uh, I think it's uh, Max Winkler, Henry Winkler's kid, the director of that movie, for realizing realizing how much of a smug prick Nick Mullen is, and just being like, yeah, don't don't change anything, dude. Just be yourself. <laughs> yeah, isn't it weird as well though? Even though he's a dick in some ways and stuff, and he's like really like, um when you see him in something like that i don't know i feel like so happy for him i'm like yeah go on like especially because you know it, like he, he's really into movies and just sort of he's genuine he's always dude. been clearly yeah and he's more talented than his than like you'd think he would do more things like that so it's always nice to see it because i think everyone who listens to the show knows how fucking skilled he is a hundred percent he's a, a very skilled you know force to be reckoned with you know whether it be you know writing bits for the m impressions or whatever um mm-hmm. yeah no i i think he's i i think i think he is genuine in the sense that he is he's a dick he's a huge dick but that's who he is and yeah. it doesn't seem like a put on at all it's not fake nice he's not like and that's why also mm-hmm. at a certain point i know we were like talking about this off pod but like interacting with him and like dms and stuff can be a little dicey from time to time but like i it's one of those things where it's like yeah i can kind of i i expect this from him and yeah. like you know what I, you get yeah, yeah. Now, with that being said, like, um, I I didn't share this with you, but the reason he stopped talking to me on DMs, um, is because I we had that like exchange that I told you about where like I kind of put up a troll point. He took the bait and then like kind of realized I was fucking with him, and then like the next message that I sent him, and I did it to troll him again, but he just didn't feel like. I just don't think he just was in the mood or whatever, but I was just like, I basically asked him about like Stuart Lee and British comedy and was just like, like, you know, like what, how do you feel about this and stuff like that? And he just left me on red and I was like, <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. Like I can't troll you all the time. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been uh, left on scene for a long time. Probably like probably ninety percent of the things I say, and I just keep I just keep like uh, like a sort of like I'm talking through like a one way PA system or something, you know. Just like fuck it, he's reading it. I'll just keep going, like uh, like Robert De Niro and King of Comedy, you know. Um, how how a lot of my life in uh, outside on the peripheries of the entertainment industry has felt. I, speaking of which, I have a question for you. Uh, I was just thinking earlier. Um, I can't remember what made me think of this, but uh, who do you think is the worst talk show host? We talking like late night talk show host? Yeah, I'm talking Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, James Corden, all the all the okay modern ones. Because like, I this is I'm going to let you know something very annoying and gay about me, but like talk show hosts were like one of like that like i got into like i know shit about johnny carson and like shit like that for no reason other than to like talk to my grandpa about it yeah no that makes (laughs) sense um 
but as far as the same. modern ones, I think I would never call Fallon a, a, an actual talk show host. To me, he just like, I mean, one, there's the whole thing about him talking over everybody. So that's like kind of a negative thing. But two, he's like, half the time, it doesn't even seem like be- they want to even do like kind of traditional talk show monologue style bits. He just like wants to play like, he just like wants to get like Drake to read mean tweets or like play some yeah. weird like beer pong game or whatever. It, it's very YouTubey. I and I'm not a fan. Um, I, I, I don't have anything against Jimmy Fallon personally. Um, to be honest, like he kind of seems like uh, like a party guy, which yeah, I've heard might be, I've yeah. heard big, big time coke, pussy, booze. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, if you're buddies with that dude, usually is a lot of fun. So I can't, I've, I've, I can't. I've heard he's a real fucking laugh as well. Yeah, yeah. But as a as a entertainer, he's fucking terrible. Like, oh my god. Yeah, like yeah. The, uh, have you seen when? <laughs> do you remember when Chappelle came back and he went on Fallon? I knew. I don't know that. It was so awkward. Man. Like Fallon was doing his weird thing, where he like. He's used to doing it with like unfunny Hollywood actresses where they tell boring stories about fake DUIs and stuff. So he has to start like fake, like slapping the table and being like, <laughs> and, like doing these weird giggles. And he's doing it to Dave Chappelle. At one point, like Dave Chappelle just kind of like raises his eyebrow and turns around like what? Like sort of looks at the audience and like shakes his head in disbelief at how ridiculous Jimmy Fallon is being. Cause he's just like, he's doing these weird like little claps. He does it like clasps his hands together and does this weird little chuckle. And he just like, I, I, it's like a robot. Yeah. He, he's, he's, he's a certain type. And I remember not liking him on Saturday night live too. So I've never been like, a big Jimmy Fallon guy. Um, I mean, but I'll also say this. I also used to be a massive Colbert fan before he was a a late night host. Yeah. Like, like, uh, uh, fucking, what was his show back in the day after the daily show, the Colbert report. Mm -hmm. That shit was funny as fuck. Like such a great troll of the times and everything, but now he's just like this like mindlessly boring lib who just like wants to talk about how shitty Trump is all the time. Go fuck yourself, dude. You've lost all comedic perspective and like capability in my eyes. Yeah, but I think, I, I think he's evil. To be honest, sometimes I just get the feeling that he's evil. That he's like a psychopath. He just. Seems... I, I think. Go ahead. My bad. I'm sorry. Well, just that. I mean, he just seems completely. He seems disingenuous and weird and. Fuck, maybe it's just his black eyes, but he just seems just something seems not right about him to me. And he seems like a complete and utter sellout, and a, not even just selling out in terms of for his show. I think probably he's probably sold out in his in his own life as well, just to that whole mindset. I remember when he had Bill Burr on recently, or you know, a year or two ago, and he was trying to sort of like sort of throw him to the wolves or whatever the throw him to the lions, whatever the fucking expression is. I'm becoming retarded in my age, but. He, uh, <laughs> he, he, um, he was trying to like get the audience almost to like turn on Bill Burr to try and show him up as like a grumpy, like old fashioned, outdated guy. And it's like, mate, Bill Burr's work will live on forever. Like you're an idiot. No one cares. It was just, it's something about it was fucking gross. And I, I, every time I see him, he's like, he seems so fake around, around often such cool, interesting people to still be so fake and weird and empty. It seems 
I don't know. I I agree with you, man. Like I I I remember because like I was a fan of them and I remember I was actually with my grandparents and like they don't, you know, understand anything about like, you know, Hollywood celebrity. I'm not saying that I do, but I remember specifically when he got the late night gig, I was like, he's fucking done. Because you mm-hmm. he his whole thing is that he's like being satirical. It's a troll. And like they're just gonna want like and like I've never and like I was hoping that like it would be like a one and done type situation and he would have like a fucking backbone. But no, he is became yeah. the literal example of a company man. And it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. And to compensate for not being funny in that format, it seemed like he just went for the easy Reddit clicks for like slamming Trump and stuff, which is the literally the biggest lowest hanging comedic fruit of the last decade like at least do it make it funny you know uh, and yeah oh awful oh, awful 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 tv yeah dog that's why i'm so excited for biden because brand new guy to make fun yeah. of one yeah but yeah, two 100%. well but two not so much come town but like chapo trap house and like some of those other podcasts like they wanted like a liberal to win so they could make fun of liberals for like the next four years and then Mm -hmm. like trump won because obviously hillary sucked and like obviously they did okay they're fine their podcast survived but like now i'm like eagerly anticipating like okay, you guys are getting like the style of president that you want because you've said that this would be like the penultimate way to like write jokes for your format. Here you go, motherfucker. Let's see what you got. Yeah. Yeah, I also, I think it's going to be good for comedy and music and everything in general. A lot a lot of people's careers are going to be over now. Their careers were built around Trump and yeah. they said they hated him but they're gonna they're gonna miss him i think soon because no one's gonna give a fuck about them now that they're not existing solely in sort of response to him and i think things would be more just like yeah shit could just be normal you know it'll be like there'll just be comedy and music there won't be this weird fucking grapple with like maybe there will maybe it'll be just as bad but i don't think so i think it's i i i agree with you my man i i think i think it I think in the creative community, there's not going to be that like, are you against them? Do you like 45? Do you, how do you feel about Cheeto? How do you, like, like there's not, like, I'm, I pray to God that there's going to be no more of that. Um, he's also, he's so overtly bad and repugnant Trump that he would like those types of people who would previously be unconfident in forming opinions. They would feel, they would become confident to the point of sort of smug arrogance in the fact that even people who are as unobservant and sort of vapid as them can see that he's obviously not good. And so it kind of gave them a false sense of moral superiority for realizing the obvious that like any of us can see really. And now I think they're going to be a bit confused by Biden. They'll have to actually like study public policy and like sort of care about things to know whether or not he's good. Oh, uh, cause Biden got, some straight gangsters in office like he got all those like ex-bush dudes who like know how to run a war secretly without pissing people off like we're gonna actually have to look for the shadiness now it's not gonna be in our faces anymore (laughs) which like i hate to say this to like i guess to like punchline that bit but ah 
the traditional American way, where our corruption yeah. is behind a curtain. <laughs> like... it's, it's, it's bad for the world, but it's good for us. We get to chill out now and let all the yeah. evil happen out there. Whereas before, it was like Trump was all right on in that in that way, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get to continue our delusion. Um. I've got a I've got a wrap in a couple of minutes, but I uh, who's your sorry sorry I'm fucking uh, get to answer good, this dude. question on your own show, but but no who who's uh, who you know who who's the worst? Uh, the worst? Me. Oh yeah, I never did. Um, honestly, Think because of James Corden's fat little annoying face. Think of Stephen Colbert's dead eyes. Jimmy Fallon's <laughs> fake laugh. Honestly, fucking... I mean James Corden. I I don't really. I mean he obviously. He's not my like tough cup of tea per se, mm. but like I, you know, I, I've never really watched him, so I don't have like a formal strong opinion on Corden. To be honest, I've seen Corden more in, like, I've seen him more in like UK comedy than yeah. I have in like actual American comedy. So I, for me, it's got to be Stephen Colbert because I feel like his. His like selling out is so treacherous. Like his ability to become a company man so willingly easy. Jimmy Fallon always was that. Whereas like I do think Stephen Colbert had like a point where he wasn't like that type of dude. But then like I don't know the people who shot the Kennedys came into the room when he was signing his contract for network television and were just like, "Hey, yeah. bud, you know." Yeah. We are here. We are real. He was just There's like, something a, a little bit satanic about his success. Yeah. As to, Corden, I agree. He's good. He's good. A, a good comedic actor. And Fallon is just the, uh, I guess, white people's equivalent of, uh, you know, that word that rhymes with Boone. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, dog, that is, is just... such a nice, nice, <laughs> dude. Nice. Oh, shit. Well, um, on that note, folks, looks like Diamond Dick yeah, yeah. Oh, back in uh, action. I, fuck it. Sorry. What's that? I there, was partner? also going to say, sorry, real quick to ch- episode. The, oh, shit. Uh, partner. Um, oh, shit. My internet connection is unstable. It's saying if that fucking. Um, yeah. Check out uh, junk, the Junkhead Pod episode of Cheat Clappers as well. Oh yeah, I'll clip the yeah. Let, go ahead and do more, plugs. More of your dude, man, Harry Slime. Yeah, do, oh, do your whole plug. Just fucking yeah, yeah. It, it came out today. It's a good one. Check that out. Um, it's uh, it's a good listen. And uh, yeah, just that really. Yeah. Oh, and and, and check out uh, Kraton by Olof O L O F Kraton. Good good song I put out the other day. That's all. Yeah, that for real. Check that track out, folks. That shit that goes hard as fuck. My man is like always dropping classics. Like. He's like he's like Mozart. He's my Mozart friend. He he like real good at music, dog. For real. <laughs> yeah, but with Nas, son. <laughs> Yo, son, it's like someone mix Mozart, son. Nah, B on a strength. Word is bond, son. It's like Mozart mixed with Nas. I'm gonna stop talking about myself. Trying really bad attempt to try to tap into the black American audience, dude. That's so I I, I love it. Just, I, like it, it, it I, just getting into like any Wu Tang character. Like, nah, word is bond, son. You know what I mean? So I like, I see ghost. 
<laughs> Rizza, hit the deck. <laughs> Protect favorite, your nuts, son. My favorite thing about Wu Tang, like when I was a kid, I was I had the Wu Tang manual, and when you read about like their nicknames, that like, why they call their names, it describes like five different reasons for every name. It's like, yo, he's called Raekwon the Chef, because there's a character in a kung fu movie called Raekwon, and he's the chef because you see him with a Pyrex cooking up some rock, but also. He makes some mean fish. Also, he was called, and it's just like literally 20 different reasons why he's called Raekwon. And he's like, you didn't, you didn't come. There's one reason, you know, like, yeah. stop it. You're not allowed five. <laughs> well, and like, that just makes me think of like, you God, like what, what lengthy like reasoning was like, well, I saw me and I was like, I'm God. <laughs> yeah. You guys shouldn't have been in that group. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. No, like talk about a guy who just rode on the coattails of like way more talented people. <laughs> yeah. And one of those ones, he's like the opposite of Ringo Starr. Like Ringo's happy because he knows it. You God's angry because he knows it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, just, no, yeah. No disrespect to Ringo, to be fair. No, fuck, fuck that. I, I retract what I said about Ringo. He's much better than you God. No, no, he he does his thing, and like he did, he he did a good job being like the role that he needed to be. For he did Beatles. exactly what he needed to be. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and like like you said, like he he knew his. He was like, "This is John and Paul's show. I'm gonna sit back here. I'll get paid. Uh, I'm gonna cash my check, and I'll be good." Whereas, you like, you got his solos from him. Yeah, yeah. It was like you got just as bit the better part of like the last 10 years just talking about like how he would have been the best Wu-Tang member if like they actually <laughs> liked him. <laughs> oh, my God. Anything else, my dude? No, no, no. Uh, that's all. All righty. On that note, folks, Diamond Dick Long here sitting in the pasture with Olaf. His fellow ranch and came Howdy. all the way. What's that there, Olaf? Howdy. What? How you doing there, partner? Gay. Did you get that voice from sucking dick? Yeah. That's pretty. My man got his vocal cords bent up by a long, big black one. I swear we never gonna let them slaves around here. Sucking and fucking. <laughs> He's a. He's like a machine. Call him, call him the down bicycle. Everybody gets a ride. Yeah. He's a powerful man. He's got that wet boy pussy. He unleashed it upon the slaves. They were supposed to till 12 acres. They didn't even get one done. Out there fucking like rabbits. 1,500 squats a day. Buns <laughs> like boulders. He's had a hell of a time. Sent in for the town medic, but we don't know what to do. Said he never seen a case of syphilis that goddamn bad. He's all looking around. He's got the same look that Al Capone had in his eyes when he was in Alcatraz right before he went crazy. So I give him some LSD and push his dementia to a whole nother level. And on that note, folks, Junkhead is out. Mm -hmm.